0: Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home Internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com slash 5G home for details. T Mobile prioritizes certain T Mobile phone users over home Internet users during times of congestion. This is an official download
1: from thecustardtv.com. The Custard TV Podcast. Hello, Luke here, editor and runner of the website thecustardtv.com. Gary's in the London area.
2: Uh, bonjour, je m'appelle Gary.
1: And Matt's in the north.
2: Um, hey, up. Are oh, well, there uh, any this week. phrases from language classes at school that you remember? Um, no.
0: Je suis no, désolé,
2: I don't know. That's, isn't that I'm sorry?
0: No, it's just désolé is I don't know. All I remember <laughs> is um, library is bibliothèque.
2: Désolé is sorry. Oh, apologies. Wait, what? What?
0: I did that I whole liked. thing just for that joke.
2: Excusez-moi, enlevez-moi veste, which was um, excuse me. Can I take my blazer off? Because you always had to ask before you uh, took I... the blazer off. In, <laughs> well, in
1: what? Yeah. In what situation would you have to use that? When would you, you took to... your, if you were warm. Yeah. Clothed, you couldn't He's just take right. your blazer right. off. You had no, you have
2: to put your hand up, and in French. ask. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I think was... what I'm meaning. <laughs> in England. The one
2: that I heard a lot was Ferme La Bouche. Shut your mouth. Oh, I bet you yeah.
1: No, what I meant was if you're in France, how often does that pop up? Like if you'd move there. Well to I remember
2: France, that phrase because we had to use it all the time in 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 school.
1: Yeah. I didn't say it's a I t-
2: useful phrase.
1: I'll tell you what confused. though, Gary, I'll tell you what we've learned there. Yeah. Matt wasn't always You know, the poor person he is because he had to wear blazers at school. That's what we've learned.
2: What about you, Luke?
1: Um, Well, I lived in foreign countries, so I didn't get many, um, you know, uh, language lessons. They teach you English in America.
2: That explains why you can't speak very good
1: English. I I I suppose my English is not very well.
0: Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Luke, Gary and Matt This could be a podcast A podcast, don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those?
1: Uh, definitely not Anyone with a computer can make one Talking telly Use your ears and trust them
0: This is the Custard TV Podcast
1: Yes, that would entertain me briefly
2: From the CustardTV.com What'd you
1: have for dinner, Matt? Yeah, what did you have for dinner? I
2: had sea bass
1: my Very God! Nice. Were you wearing your blazer at the time? I was no. <laughs> <laughs> I was King wearing King my um,
2: my polo neck jumper.
1: You don't have a catchphrase on the podcast apart from "a up" and "hello." Yeah. Well, yeah, I was say, no. Hello. Yeah, but you're always protesting your. Your uh, lack of money, aren't you? But then, but then you're having seabass. Yeah, it's. But it I, I can make
2: two meals out of it,
1: and it was three ninety nine reduced to clear. What about you? What will you be having, Gary? Because you're still on the, uh, the health kick, aren't you, really? Mackerel spaghetti carbonara. I've got tonight. Okay. One of, one <laughs> of those <laughs> okay. things just doesn't belong. No, can I, you guess on, it? It was on Is it lower commercial?
2: fat than having bacon in it? Is that the yeah, basically. Oh,
1: yeah, I so. thought it's... you meant mackerel and spaghetti carbonara, not
0: mackerel. No, 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 no. It, yeah, Matty's quite right. Instead of putting bacon in a spaghetti carbonara, you put mackerel to make it healthier.
1: Let us know how that goes, because that yeah, I'm I'm, it. It I'm not on, looking forward on... to that on your behalf.
0: It was it was I mean well for less last week, and it looked very nice. So I, I've got okay. myself the ingredients, and I'm going to cook that. OK, Let, I wish you Don't could... ever trust anything Greg
1: Wallace tells you to do. <laughs> well, it was, it was the nutritionist, not him, so I'm all oh. right. Uh, TV-based web, uh, <laughs> podcast, I'm bad at this today. Uh, TV News Reviews and TV's. Ga- Gary will talk about US stuff as he heads west shortly. Um, some bits of news. I've been away, uh, so not had the internet for a bit, but there's some big bodyguard rating statistics that we need to discuss, apparently. Well, yes, uh, it was revealed today that the sort of
0: post-consolidated figures, and these include downloads, people watching iPlayer on their phones or iPads and stuff, mean that it's got up to a figure of 27 million, uh, which is, you know, unheard of beyond sort of, you know, semi-final football games or Ben leading Angie at EastEnders at Christmas. Um, it, it's an incredible set of figures and it really does show how the BBC machine really got behind it. And it'll be interesting to see how Killing Eve does once they tot up you know iPlayer and when it's finished on BBC One on Saturday nights as well. To see how it compares. But I don't think anything will come close to the bodyguard for a few. To years what? Now. I'm sorry, I've not it's seen, seen it. Bodyguard. To what?
1: Thank you. I said on a recent podcast when we talked about bodyguard that I had no desire to revisit it because I think it live because I think it lives and dies in those big moments and it's gone mm. on to the gone on to the US uh handle of Netflix now so it'd be interesting to see whether it you know does so well there. I don't think it will somehow. Well, I was thinking watching another big BBC drama on Sunday which we'll talk about. I don't think I enjoyed Bodyguard as much as everybody else did. I think the big moments were exciting but I think the character- characterisation... characterization was really poor, and I think halfway through it became another show. Mm, it's like Jeb McHurry. Exactly yeah. what I said, Luke. I I would
0: admit, yeah. I would admit the ref- I see. I think this is where you're wrong about the American audience. I think the Americans will like the action sequences a lot more.
1: Well, they I won't mind
0: so much about the characterisation. I think they will look at the action scenes and think, "Wow, this is you know a new twenty-four or something."
1: But yeah, I I don't think the show will will live in my memory with any great affection, because I don't think it was that good of a drama. I think it was great at those big moments mm. and those big shots, but as far as the drama, Richard Madden was basically action hero 101. He wasn't really a character, and by the end, I wasn't sure what it was about. Uh, Yeah, any drama on the BBC getting 27 million is something to talk about, so bravo. What I want the BBC to do is invest in longer dramas, you know, a bit bit more of the eight-parters, please if we're allowed them. Thank you. Sort it.
0: Okay. I, I, I'm not saying that, like, on behalf of the BBC. Oh, okay. I thought I agree. you
1: going to go off and do that now.
0: Yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: <laughs> we mentioned it earlier, and now it's going to come true. Gary is heading west.
0: Before the news and before the reviews, uh, I have an announcement to make
2: Ooh. Uh,
0: is that I have now been doing this very podcast for nigh on eight years no it's about Six, and a, half. six yeah. and a half. but then I was doing others before that so. yeah. but a lot of the time
1: he was doing it and I didn't just record <laughs> yeah, <there's, laughs> the, the news is that as of the end of
0: this year I'm going to be leaving the podcast uh, so uh, it's uh, going to be some changes in what I'm doing and with regret the podcast just doesn't fit in anymore
2: um, okay, Lord Sugar, Jesus with regret. It, it, no,
0: it's a real, it's a real show. I'm trying to do this without getting emotional, and so my last show will be the review of the year. I decided that basically, there's been so much good stuff great. this year that um, that I really wanted to stick around to see it through. It's not something I'm doing easily. It's not something I'm doing sort of necessarily because I really want to. It's just changes in life and stuff. So
1: there you go. So you know, get me yeah. what you can. But we'll we'll miss you. I know. I tell you what, or whatever show we're reviewing, whatever it is, I don't care what it is, I always want to know what your opinions are on it. It doesn't matter to me whether Matt likes it or not, because your opinions, I can never second-guess you. The well, I'm guys... leaving
2: as well now after you <laughs>
1: <laughs> After all these years of talking, week after week, show after show, mm. I cannot second-guess the things you will like and the things you will not like. And the fact that in the the start of the podcast you didn't watch hardly any UK TV, and now you bang on every year about how much you love Call the Midwife, I could have never seen that. No, I must
0: admit, I must admit, out out of all the sort of the the shows over the last six seven years, to hear myself saying I'm watching and enjoying and look forward to Call the Midwife is still amazing to even me sometimes. Uh, But I'm also glad that you know when we started, you were hardly watching any American shows. Yes. Now you bang on about The American, The Good Place and all that. I do. The I'm only person Vander I've Honor. not changed is Matt.
1: No, I don't think he's for turning. I've tried. No. <laughs> for now, and for the next however many weeks, let's save the Gary we've got, so you do your Goes West business. Thank you very much. A little bit of news. Uh, Netflix have cancelled two Marvel
0: shows, Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Now, Iron Fist was terrible, and Luke Cage wasn't for me, so I, I, I can't comment on how good or bad it was but i'm not surprised about iron fist also it's only just dropped the third series of daredevil so there's a lot of talk about whether they'll do anything more than that the news that kind of infringes on it is is those in the film's film world will know that disney who run all the marvel stuff on one side have now bought out all the other side the x-men so the theory is that by well maximum, no, they bought
2: fox haven't they They bought
0: fox, fox haven't they so yeah. By cancelling Iron Fist and Luke Cage, you're kind of opening up maybe for them to appear in films rather than TV. On to two reviews, the first of which is a returning show on Netflix called Making a Murderer. Now, if you've not heard of this, then please go back under the stone that you appear to have crawled under (laughs) and, and stay there. Basically, this is a continuation of the case of Stephen Avery, who was wrongly convicted as a young man and has now been convicted of a killing on the grounds of his family's car lot. Also Im- implicated is his nephew Brendan Dassey, who um, was convicted based on the strength of a supposed coerced interrogation where he admitted to the crimes. but there appears to be a lot of controversy a over the physical evidence supporting Stephen Avery being the killer and b Brendan Dassey, as you know as they say whether his conviction was coerced. This second series kind of picks up right at the end of series of, of the first one where both of them had been incarcerated we're dealing mostly with both of their sort of sets of appeals the major character that's introduced in this series is prosecution or powerhouse lawyer kathleen Zellner. this is the daddy of crime shows in my opinion i have now watched all of it i've binged it over about four days it is tremendous i don't think i'm giving anything away by saying that the re- the end result is not as you would want because you know neither one of them is free but both of them are closer than they were at the beginning of the series And it's still very emotional. One of the key things that the Netflix have done this time is they've put up a list of people who have not decided to be involved in the show because there was a lot of criticism in series one, apparently, about the fact that they didn't interview certain people. And they've now sort of made it clear, well, we approached everybody, but these people said no. So there's not a lot they could do. I think ten episodes means it does get dragged out and you do get some repetitiveness, but I think it does a good job in... In recreating certain parts of it without going over the whole thing, it also shows you really how American justice is is, is a very big oxymoron. A you know, very it's,
1: it's skewed. It's
0: skewed it, 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 you know, if you feel you have faith in the British justice system, you know, I feel I have been on juries and things like that. But the American justice system just seems so out of kilter.
1: There's one more go west thing which Matt has seen and we well, haven't. Long.
0: Hey, hey, whoa, 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 hey, hey, whoa. hey, hey, hey. I, I'm
1: moving things along. I'm sorry, I haven't left yet. You know. Another Gary Goes
0: West show that I myself haven't seen, but Luke and Matt have. Uh, it's a, it's a spin-off from Matt, the
2: controversial.
0: Matt and Matt have. Luke hasn't. It's a spin-off from the controversial Roseanne reboot last year. It's called The Codders.
2: I don't think the the reboot itself was very controversial. Roseanne was controversial. The mm. the, the act. The actress, because yeah, we reviewed um, the first episode of the Roseanne reboot, and we were both a bit underwhelmed. Is that
1: what you say? Yeah, but the ratings were bodyguard esque. I think the first episode of that got like thirty million. To be fair to it, whether it was our cup of tea or not, it does speak to a side of America that feels it's un, you know, not well mm. represented in, in other media. So. How was the Connors?
2: I think this was mainly because there was a lot of sort of backlash once the cancellation was announced that a lot of people would be out of work, sort of mm. primarily um, the crew and the, I suppose what the what would the grips
1: well. do? Think of the grips yes, and,
2: and the best, the boys. best boy in the gap. <laughs> 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 the start is oh Roseanne's died. Um, yeah. It was a opie opioid op I don't know opioid. Yeah. Apparently she had a bad knee and started getting a painkiller addiction and the sort of premise here is that she was borrowing pills from other people because she couldn't get healthcare, you know, she couldn't afford to keep up with the painkillers. It sort of starts with the sort of, like, everyone have, has bought them casseroles and they were saying about how they've got to return all the dishes and things like that. My abiding sort of thought about it is what's wrong with John Goodman? Because
1: Oh my <laughs> god! This man does not look well. I never thought I'd say to, John Good- <laughs> say to John Goodman, put some weight on, man. He looks all right in the no. BBC Two yeah, thing. Yeah, Black Earth Rising,
2: he looked fine,
1: that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, no, I- in this, he looks terrible. I've seen the, the pictures and seen some interviews. He's all neck and he's all, yeah. oh no, something's gone wrong
2: and the story is that he sort of puts on his truck about the fact that this woman he blames this woman for his wife's death because she gave him the pills like everyone is sort of trying to overcompensate for you know Roseanne Roseanne dying like I'm not hearing a lot of comedy in this
0: this but
2: it's done in sort of like a black comic way like Roseanne always did you know Mm there's jokes about so like Jackie trying to sort of protect the chakra of the house. I saw
1: that that clip on YouTube. Did it succeed in being its own thing? It was
2: funny enough. It's basically Roseanne too, isn't it? Roseanne without Roseanne, because it's the same characters, it's the same tone, it's the same writing team from last time. It was all right. You know, if you like Roseanne, you like the Connors. It's just not got the the racist
1: Uh, The only reason I I wanted to watch it is what is the... um, the opening sequence now? Did they have oh, one? Oh,
2: oh, oh no! You've just jogged my memory there, Luke. So they didn't have an opening sequence, but at the end they were all sitting around the table and they did the old opening sequence at the end. So they finished to it off with, like, minus the, the, the laugh. Table. Clearly. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, the ratings weren't anywhere close to any of the episodes of Roseanne. Uh, Earlier in the year, proving again that Roseanne is perhaps the reason people tune tune into Roseanne. So, how long this incarnation of the Connors will last is anyone's guess. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it because I wanted to know what it was sort of like without having to watch. Without having to watch. (laughs) So, thank you for that. Attention,
2: everyone.
0: You're listening to the Custard TV podcast. What more could you ask for? The official podcast of the Custard TV.
1: We do the podcast as a hobby, we're teleobsessives obsessives and we like having an outlet to talk to each other and to you about our favourite or least favourite tele. Unfortunately though, there are some costs that come with it, like the server that the podcast is on, just general uh, running of the website, and also getting to and from the various events that we go to. It's all on a hobby, and uh, we don't have the excess cash uh, to do all these extra things we'd like to do. So, if you'd like to support us in any way at all, there are several ways. We've got a Patreon site that you can visit and donate as much or as little as you want for extra content. That's patreon.com forward slash The cast of TV. We also stick our individual reviews up on YouTube, just search so The Custard TV there as well. How you can help us there is just by liking, subscribing and doing all the things the cool vloggers say uh, to get the word out that we're there. Also on iTunes, if that's where you get your podcast from, you can um, write us a five-star review, tell your friends to listen and just get the general word of the podcast out there. As I say, we do it as a hobby. We're very grateful to everyone who listens. But if you can help us out, we'd really be very grateful. Thank you very
0: much for listening. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for.
1: With the reviews and the rollout of the catchphrase, it is Matt. Hello. Yay! There I it won't is! I not that for very much longer. Or bonjour. <laughs> or <laughs> live, at least.
2: Oh. So we have got... Let's start with the cry, because we... Obviously, we, we didn't talk about it in our last podcast. No. Or we... We you know we didn't talk about three, so three and four together um the basic end of three was the revelation that the trial was the murder trial of um the husband and um Jenna Coleman's character, Joanna was being tried for the murder. The fourth episode was sort of building up to that because we knew now that he was he was dead. We did sort of talk about it, didn't we that he wasn't in any of these scenes, yeah um. And we but we had we had an idea that it had something to do with the baby you know there there was people outside holding placards um saying justice for is it was Noah the baby yeah Noah. yeah justice for Noah she'd found out that it was his fault that Noah had died basically we haven't actually discussed that you know the Noah dying thing have we on on the on the show the the first reveal in 3 is that Noah died Sometime between the airport and stopping off in sort of some sort of clearing. Yeah. And, you know, he'd gone cold. Joanna wanted to inform the authorities. He was saying, you know, no, I'll never get custody of my daughter. And, you know, they'll never believe us and we'll be done with manslaughter. Let's just like. Well, he kept saying up. that
0: she would be done with manslaughter. Yeah, she? Because, she, like
2: her. because he was given medicine. She didn't test beforehand. And it turned out that it was him giving the medicine when she went to the car. Or no, she went to the drink. shop. He was at the car hire, so it was him who would ultimately um, his action that resulted in the death of Noah. She found out about this via a letter written to her by someone who was on the plane. Well, who, it, was who, it was the woman who
1: who, she, who who took the baby off her for a brief moment. Yeah, you can remember that in a. The yeah, only woman on a...
2: that seemed not to be complaining about the fact that yeah. there was a baby crying. Yeah. yeah, and and for some reason she appeared at her table. Um, just to, to narrate this letter. It's a new and, kind of scope. And so when she found this out, that, that it was his fault, they went on uh, a drive in the middle of nowhere. He admitted it. She sort of took her hand off the steering wheel, took his seatbelt off, and he went Which flying Which I thought was died. brilliant.
1: I thought yeah. the release of the seatbelt was really well done. I have to yeah. say. But at the end, she's she is released. She's found yes. yeah. guilty. Yeah. And, and she um, basically keeps the pretense up as yeah. well.
2: Yeah, that he, yeah. he got missing and she sees his, his ghost or a, a version of him in the court and he's sort of almost doing what he would say, tell her to do, to sort of mm. keep lying about yeah. it, lying about his Did, death and rolling role in it. I have a question. Because okay. he
0: lied to her about where the baby was buried,
2: mm-hmm.
0: are we supposed to believe that the the body was buried? You know where he took that photograph? It's in the house that she moved into. Yeah. Uh, It's there, isn't it? Because that was one thing that, again, it's heavily implied, and I got it, but it was never confirmed that he was taking the photograph as maybe a way to frame her again, if he needed it. No,
1: no, I don't think it was framing. He he just wanted to uh, have a picture of her where the baby was. I I took it to be. Oh, okay. And then she took, yeah because of the way that his brain
0: worked i wondered whether there was some sort of machiavellian way behind it like you know she already she always knew where the baby was buried you know in case he needed oh, it well i never down the line. thought
1: of it like you could be right and I, I never viewed it like is that is that why at all. they kept playing under the boardwalk yeah i have to first of all give a massive apology to everyone involved in the cry, even the grips and the best boys i have to give a massive apology to it it's not often that I stick with the show that I really have issues with in episode one. It it's was not Jenna often you It's Jenna Coleman's performance that kept me wanting to watch because I, whatever I thought of the first one, I knew she was putting in a belting performance, and I think actually, as good as she was, I think Hugh and Leslie was the real yeah. star of this. For me mm. personally, I've not had much experience of him, but I think his character went to different depths uh, that I could not have foreseen. I thought it was a really smart, four-part drama that, when it came to the end, left me feeling surprised a lot of the time, things I could not foresee or guess, and it kept me on my toes, and I thought it... it, I wrapped up perfectly, and I want to send out a massive apology for writing it off too soon. It may be that you didn't watch it because I'd written it off, because I know most people who listen hang on my every word on the podcast. So if you did not watch it because I'd written it off... This one time, I was wrong. It was one of my favourite BBC dramas of the year, just because I didn't didn't know where it was going at any point. It kept me engaged. I think the characterisation was really good. It's more memorable than Bodyguard for me in terms of plot and the way it developed and moved on. I thought it was brilliant, if I've not said it before. I,
0: I can see some big arguments coming at the end of the year. Why? Well, I I can think of a third show that, that could even be considered better than these two that we've all seen as well in Killing Eve. You know, the top three is well, gonna be highly yeah, that's Killing, Killing Eve.
1: Matt's is, gonna that's gonna make what... us put that on the US side of things, you see. Oh so. yes. man yes. It's international so, it, and there there are some grey we'll, areas we I'll always do, we email. always do we always do two shows. Best we of do, the US yeah, right, and Best of the much. UK. No, yeah. not best of the US. Best of the best, of the, best, best of, the
2: of, the of the rest of the best of the rest. The bridge do. would be in that as well, don't you? Yeah.
0: Well, that's oh, right. Yes. I, I, there's not a lot I can disagree with, with 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 Luke on that one. I think it is a very good drama. I do think I was happy with the ending. Uh, I still go back to that first episode though and go, I do. I was disappointed by how little was in it and how little exploration there was of the characters in that. Tis the season for chicken fingers and raisin canes. Warm up with hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers, crispy, crinkle-cut fries, garlicky buttered Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. And while you're treating yourself, don't forget to treat everyone on your list to Cane's gift cards and New York City-inspired plush puppies that benefit pet organizations. Happy holidays from Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. <laughs> No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First episode. I'm not saying I was never going to watch the second and third one like Luke said. You know, I don't, I don't think that was ever going to be a situation. But I do think that coming off the back of Bodyguard, the first episode wasn't as strong as it could have been. And I do believe there will be people out there that might have had to have gone back and watched up on iPlayer and stuff like that, you know, to, to really get the buzz about this show. I agree. I think uh, Jenna Coleman was great. Yeah. Yeah. You and Leslie was great. I also think there was some good interesting interesting performance as well by some of the detectives. Yeah. I I, I definitely think this is a really good drama. And I think Jenna Coleman
2: should be up there for a a, a BAFTA next year for this. Agreed. Um, Yeah. uh, The same. Um, I think that I preferred the third episode. I think that was my favourite of the four. Um, And I think on balance i'll 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 agree with luke that the the sort of device of the sort of different timelines was used maybe a little bit more in the first episode than it was throughout the rest of the rest of the sort of timeline um but i i think yes they did tell a good story performances were great i think the atmospherics you know the australian scenery um and the, the, the like the narrative devices like the letter and things like that and it did you know, it did have quieter moments where and I know you're making comparisons to Bodyguard that that didn't have, this had those mm. moments of reflection mm. and it allowed the actors to sort of um grieve and-, and um, you know, you saw their inner emotions, you know, Joanna wanted to just to grieve. He was all sort of for PR and things like that and you know, they, this you know, losing his job, starting this foundation, writing a book. Um, that they were interesting avenues to explore, uh, in terms of you know the, the the child that they'd lost and the cover up and things like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, enjoyable. Um, recommend. There's yeah. one thing I would say. I watched the
0: third episode with my mum and two aunts. I went away <laughs> last week, as well, I wasn't on the podcast. Oh, my mum had a laugh. Yeah, no, my mum. Yeah, well, no, th- my mum hadn't seen either of the
1: two first episodes. Well, th- my
0: aunts <laughs> watched them. But yes. hadn't understood, so I spent a lot of the third <laughs> episode.
1: Oh my god, it runs in the family. I would have
0: loved a live stream. Yeah, I, yeah. That one. I spent a lot of the third episode explaining bits of the plot
1: to my two aunts. Could but you Andrew pause Bunker, it, or were you watching it as it? You couldn't pause. No, it but you they would just...
0: they would say, "Oh, why has he done that?" And oh, the the baby, you know, they all got the bit that the fact that the baby wasn't in the car at the end of episode two, but they missed some of the nuances along the way
2: as okay. well. You could say nah. you didn't know your arms from your elbow, but
1: there you go. Also, the DVD's out in November. I will contact the BBC <laughs> and find out whether they've already done the commentary tracks because I think if we can get you all <laughs> in the same room, yeah. exactly. The cry, all on the iPlayer now. Should you wish to uh, take us up on our advice, it really is good. Uh, four hours, you can do it in, or two, two, two-hour sittings, whichever the way you want. Perhaps over some sea bass. I don't know. Uh, BBC i player now. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email.
0: CustardTVReviews
1: at gmail.com
2: And now we have a um, foreign drama from BBC4. And I will pass
1: this over to Luke as he was championing Oh, I love you. (laughs) Okay, uh, this is um, BBC4 in the foreign drama slot, Saturday night. It's the first time ever I can think i can remember asking matt and gary to sit through a foreign drama that was 90 minutes long and i applaud them both whatever they thought of it for sitting well through i was between...
2: doing mining through some of it so i was standing oh, god oh, i did a bit sake. of
1: shredding hang hey, on hang on hang on a shredder is... we've got a shredder it's quite loud yeah i was gonna say it
0: had subtitles i couldn't hear what i don't
1: speak oh German. my god So you're not invest oh i'm already annoyed <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was a drama uh, set in Germany all about the true life story that I had never heard of at all of a of a hostage crisis in a place called Galbeck uh, in 1988. It Gary, do you remember with... it? No. He was collecting football stickers at this point. It's um, so um So uh, it starts with two masked men taking uh, two hostages two workers in a bank hostage uh, it focuses on them and the police who get involved quite early on and their kind of ineptitude in my view of just not rushing yeah. in and sorting the whole thing out and there's a commander who's very keen not to get too the involved the bureaucracy at, of it sort of yeah and yeah. risk Tourist and yeah and risk harming the um the hostages while taking the the hostage takers out as it moves on. And what I loved about it was it took the action away from the bank and the hostages are taken uh, into the car and they meet another female uh, hostage. Ta- well, they call people who take kidnapper, I suppose. Yeah, I could not think of what that was- word for loving the money. Um, So, yeah, they meet a female kidnapper who joins the gang. This whole time they're being watched and listened to by police, but time and time again they're being told, no, we can't intervene, I don't want to risk either civilians getting caught up in the crossfire, and I don't want to risk the hostages being caught up in something that they're not ready for. They're even able to go to a cafe or a restaurant, sit down and eat. I believe it's a service station restaurant. Yeah. Meanwhile, their faces are plastered all over the press. And it's the, like a wild-beaten host- <laughs> cafe. Yeah, the, thank fresh. you. The hostage situation is, <laughs> is big news. It's everywhere. They even know who these kidnappers are. And towards the end, the kidnappers take the hostages on a bus packed with people. And it gets very exciting. Another Another show that I would recommend, if you watch it after we've spoken about it, don't watch the next time bit on BBC4. It's terrible. Gives away far too much. Oh, I stopped Just... it
2: before that. Yes, Good. Well actually.
1: done. Well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. But it ends um, with them on this on this bus, really, taking that hostage. They're desperate to get away. They're aware that the police are following them. There's even press trying to get pictures of the hostages mm. and things. But all this time, while all this is going on, the bureaucracy, like you say, is stopping the police from doing what their ultimate goal is in in saving the hostages. Now, Gary was shredding throughout, and Matt was ironing, so I'm going to guess... Not throughout. Okay, but... I I wasn't shredding throughout. Okay, but I'm going to guess that it didn't have you quite as invested as I was. No, but I still enjoyed it. There was
0: one complaint that I have: uh, White Subtitles... It's yes. it very difficult to re- I, agree. No, I, I agree. I agree with agree. you as well. I agree with you so as well. I, I think I think that probably meant I didn't have sight the investment that you did. I enjoyed it. And as you say, when you normally see a hostage in you know, negotiation scene them leaving the scene, it probably never happens.
1: You know, and the normally, fact that you know it's true as well has gotta yeah, add exactly. some more you know, gravitas. Norm- normally to it. normally in other
0: shows, you know, it would be some sort of shootout or, you know, the, you know, whatever. But no, the fact that they actually get their demands and leave and I think the political side of it was quite good as well. It got the way away way up to like a to like the German Chancellor, didn't it? Mm. At one point, you know, he wanted to be kept involved in the case.
1: But um, the the reason I picked it was I found it on the i on the player on the the previous site we used. Didn't have a clue what it was. Took a bit of a gamble. It's worked before on shows like This Country, and I, I just found it myself really gripped. The fact that it was true made me even more invested because I think if this was a written drama and I saw the police behaving this way, I'd be going come on now, have a word yeah. with yourselves. But because I knew this was all real. You know, like you do sometimes when you see yeah. police, you just, you just go up to them and go, come on now, oh, yourselves. Like the police in I mean, 13. Yeah, t- yeah, that ruined the whole thing for me. But I found it really engaging, and I'm guessing that you two didn't, but perhaps I did my I'm usual guessing thing. Why that? Well, if you were ironing, you kind of, yeah, you're kind of been glued. Yeah, but I'd already planned to do
2: the ironing before because I can concentrate on the TV if I put the iron okay. on in front of it. It's not like there, I'm looking at... massive myself. holes
1: in his shirts,
2: but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all burn marks on yeah. there. Go on, but then. It's slow to start off with when they're in the bank. I think when, he, when it got going was when they were on the road and you say those moments of tension where you think, are they going to, you know, are they going to escape? But then you're thinking, there's a bit of a spoiler in the title because, you know, it's going on for 54 hours. Um, But, yeah. Uh, I, I like those. Mo- there's that moment of tension in the car when, like, there's the, the kidnappers have gone clothes shopping and the other kidnapper is having a wee on the side of the road.
1: A very and, long uh, wee. I'm worried about that. I mean, the next thing you should do but is they the They might have been doctors. on the
2: road for quite a while. You don't know. He so, might not have had a Germany's a big the little chef. The, the guy turns to the woman and he says, shall I just drive off because he's left the key in the car? I really like mm. the moments like that. Again, like mm. other foreign dramas, you had... You followed these other characters that you weren't sure what impact they made until the end when you saw them both on the same bus, and um, you know he, th- you realised, oh, hang on a minute, this is what's going to happen. The, you know, the hostage takers are going to get on this bus now, and uh, mm. so it, I enjoyed it. It was sort of, it was more edge of your seat. I think the second half, the first half, it felt more like a sort of traditional, you know, hostage thing like a Dog Day Afternoon or something like that. But yeah, no, definitely looking forward to the second one because I think that'll be a bit more high-octane.
1: But, Gary, are you going to watch the, the How It Ends? Yeah, I think
2: I will, yeah. <laughs> That's a bit too defensive, but.
1: I really, I have to uh, say, I really thought this would be more in your wheelhouse than Matt's. I'm surprised that you're quite uh, me-warm on it. No, he is. all he said was that the subtitles he couldn't see. He liked everything
2: else, obviously, because he hasn't said anything else.
0: Well, no, because yeah. I think I agree with Luke, but the problem is the subtitles do mean that it was hard to follow certain parts because where it got very plot-heavy on what they were saying, you couldn't see all of it. You know, the the subtitles were fine when it was short sentences. Whenever they said anything more, whenever they got into, like, a dialogue, it was hard to really pick all of it out.
1: Fair enough. Get your eyes tested. I could follow the actual. You said this about
2: about Twitter on the
1: 4th Estate. Get your (laughs) eyes tested. That's one of the things, first thing you do when you leave the podcast. Just go to spec savers. Not the first thing I'm going to do when I leave the bar. <laughs> no, after you've done It'll the champagne. Intriguing. Yeah, after you've had the champagne.
2: Quickly, strictly. Um, big news was Colton was a judge on it this week.
1: Was that? Um, I, I saw a bit of that. Did it, Did you know that that was going to happen? Or yeah, did they, they just, announced okay. it
2: on the on the results show the previous week. Um, presumably because Bruno was caught up doing something on Dancing with the Stars or something like that um so he was a, he didn't seem to have a lot of sort of constructive criticism it was all seems to be praise
1: um, and also uh, the bit i saw he was just saying how well he'd done on the uh, dancing, yeah, dancing uh, with the stars he did
2: reference it back a lot to his time on dancing with the stars so to some extent that made him stand out from the other
0: judges the other judges are professional dancers mm. He is a winner from a celebrity point of view. Therefore, his opinion was different, but I would agree. He didn't say anything particularly outstanding. He made a lot of references to his time. He was overly crazy, but then, you know, that side of the table always is.
2: I suppose the big dances this week came from uh, Gary's favourite to win, Danny John jules who got the first 10 of the series Mm. um, for his jive. Did you enjoy his jive? I did enjoy his jive. He had electric legs and after f- four weeks or three weeks of scoring 25, Charles Venn and Karen uh, scored 36 with their street slash commercial couples choice dance Yeah, the they, first they in strictly didn't history.
0: explain this particularly well last week but only two couples per week are going to do that
2: I think only one couple is doing it this week having a lot oh, of okay, dances enough. for this next week, um, but yeah they're sort of street dancey sort of old school James Brown type thing and in the bottom two, we had um, Sean Walsh um, and Captain Jones. Uh, um, but they survived the the process and Vic Hope went home. Graziano. Is, uh, w- with Graziano, who now, I think is... there is he, he, controversy.
0: Oh. Now, what now. I have read, as you know, the results On the internet,
2: that on the, the internet- font... The, the font internet. of truth that is the internet.
0: Now, the controversy was that apparently, um, as the judges were going through with their comments after the dance-off, they got to Shirley, and apparently, what you obviously don't see in the recording, there was a 40 to 45-minute production meeting that took place before she gave her decision.
1: Mm. And a lot of
0: people have been calling foul as to whether perhaps she was coerced into changing her vote so that Sean and Katia stayed. No official word has been made. Apparently,
2: again, this does also... come from the internet.
0: It's come from the... no, well, no, I've also contacted my friend who used to be a producer on Strictly Come. Used Dancing. to be a producer. Yes, and he <laughs> confirms that this is quite common. Actually, that actually sometimes they will have production meetings in the middle of the votes and sometimes before the votes. In order to make sure that everything has been done properly, everything has been shown fairly, it's not necessarily a conspiracy to mean that they changed Shirley's mind. I think it was a good episode. I think, as you say, there were a couple of people that really came through. Charles, Danny John Jules, you know, you, you got Who your. Typical... Ch- who's Charles? Who? You said Charles. Do you mean Charles? Charles. Danny yeah. John. Yeah, Charles Venn and Danny <laughs> John Jules. I think the thing is, is that I can really see. Who's the Pussygat doll lady? What's her Ashley name? Lee Roberts. She keeps getting top of the leaderboard. I'd love to know what the public I know vote for No, she didn't was. this week. She's Rarely, yeah, but she's did. in the top, yeah, but she was in the top three. Yeah,
2: because okay. she's a professional dancer.
0: Yeah, I'd love to know how the public are voting for her. But, of course, we don't get to know that till no, the end but of the she's sort of
2: Yeah, I, I reckon maybe in one of the later weeks she will be. It's, it's a sort of Alexandra Burke type story. Yeah, or um, uh, there was
0: a bloke out there was the, last year, wasn't it? There was the bloke out of um, who could do the backflip.
2: Aston but he was yeah, in there quite everyone early out
0: earlier than they thought yeah but he got well. a low score anyway
2: do you want to do press quickly Gary or are you going to
0: leave for that I finished press throughout the series they kind of did this whole thing where obviously it was it was very much the um, the, 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 the the sunlight newspaper versus the Guardian like newspaper she, the lead actress, actually went over... and the Herald worked for and the Post, briefly. wasn't it? That's it. She went and worked for the... For, Vicky went over and worked for the Post for a very short amount of time. And in the end, she was the one that was caught out giving government secrets about residents, something that came up in the first episode. Yes. And her 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 name and face were pasted all over the Post, uh, which managed is Is it, it Holly? Ben. Holly? Holly, that was it. And um, her character, Ben Chaplin's character... Uh, was promoted within News Corp, not really News Corp Fox, uh, uh, to be like the managing editor of the don't, whole of their news division. Couldn't. You know, he managed to stop her from printing a story about him, and she managed, he managed to get her as the story. I think that will be it. I don't think we'll
1: get a second series. I don't mm. see how they would get the, the ratings. Scope of it. Just yeah, the ratings yeah. would suggest. And well, just think... the the critics haven't got behind it. They've no. sort of said it was it's awful. Not a... and...
2: It's not a show that sort of proffers debate and chat post-airing. It's not like, you know, I've not heard anyone in the office talk about it, you know, like The Cry or Bodyguard. You know, it is more like a weekly sort of serial drama. I liked the characters, but the stories weren't doing much for me. I think Mike Bartlett, he's very good at sort of creating interesting characters and Mm -hmm. getting good performances out of actors because I thought that Ben Chaplin was very good and I thought that Charlotte Riley was very good, like I mean, for example, like Saran Jones was in Dr. Foster and you know John Simon Adrian lester I thought did a good job in trauma. But the stories are off he's not the greatest storyteller. And I know <laughs> Maybe he, he should be the creator, but not And the then writer. I i when me and Luke talked about trauma we were discussing Mike Bartlett as a writer, I remember. And mm. I think that that's the issue with him, as far as I, mm. I I'm concerned. He's mm. good at sort of creating these characters. He knows he knows the characters, and he can instruct the actors. Because I think that that is it. Duncan, yeah, and Holly were strong, sort of well-rounded characters. But just the stories that he wrote for them, I don't think were strong enough. There were bits that I liked in the episodes I saw. There was the thing where the sort of injunction that was put against the Herald. Yeah, one of heralds them printing. The Herald didn't get printed one day, but that felt like a bit of an odd thing to throw in the middle of the series. <laughs> that, that to me, should have been the big
0: story at the end rather than resonance, because I and, think it's a far more relatable story. Yeah, than, than and what I what
2: feel I mean. as well that Ben Chaplin's character knew... It was a hard stretch to believe that he knew everything and knew what was going on before the characters did, and it was a little bit of a stretch for me. But I, as I say... I think that the characters and the performances are strong, but I, I just don't think like one of the, a drama just about an industry is going to be a ratings grabber in this era yeah. where we are all about the sort of the explosive moments, the big plot points, the sort of the bingeable dramas on Netflix. I think this is almost a bit old-fashioned.
1: Pick of the week: pointing your face at something worth your time in the next seven days. We each get a pick. You can find these on the website uh, by uh, searching for the TV Week there along the top, com. But Matt, what are you going for?
2: I think I will go for um, Inside Number 9, live special uh, on Sunday night. Live special for Halloween, which, is, which is, is not Halloween till next Wednesday.
1: I also wonder how. I oh, mean, this, live... Sorry, this Wednesday. Yeah, live tell Well then. <laughs> 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 um, I also wonder with live shows whether they can add the same atmospherics, the mm. music won't be there you'd think Reese and Steve would work that all into the script they've yeah. written so I'm very intrigued anytime in yeah. I see something live it just intrigues me from a curiosity point of view because this is inside number 9 I'm i I'm keen to see it uh, Sunday night uh, on our BBC 2
0: I'm going to go for Channel 4's big American drama that they purchased this year called The First. This is a co-production with Hulu
2: and is created by... Uh, so it's Bo a co-production Williams. so it's not... They haven't bought it. They've co-produced it. Right, yeah, alright. They're co-producing it. Uh,
0: it stars um, Sean Penn uh, and Natasha McElhone two very good actors and it tells the story of the first manned space trip to Mars. I've just seen the film The First Man... The first. Um, first, first Man... Man which yes, I thought man. was brilliant which is a, a sort of a documentary style uh, sort of drama retelling of of Neil Armstrong's journey from you know from earth to space and I think this could be a similar kind of um show I think they're going for the kind of uh, quite sort of um realistic way of showing it as opposed to a sort of fantasy drama about going to Mars uh, will, so I'm looking we, forward to it
1: yeah we will watch this for the sake of the podcast however uh, all I've heard about it is not very good things and th- and that okay. it spends and that it spends the majority of its time being a sort of plodding family drama like uh with an annoying uh daughter, Hello Homeland uh Jane and the Brody. Pro- yeah twenty four that yeah that's got problems and that they don't ever really get on with what it's about, so I don't know. Okay.
2: Um I, I'm I... shocked, Gary, you didn't go for the reluctant landlord. I no. am,
1: even
0: though it's got Romesh Ranganathan in it,
1: uh, and he's and he's written it, and he's starring in it, and it's based and Nick on his Held. life, and, and, oh, and Nick Helm Uncle is in it as well. Okay, I'll watch that. That's not my pick of the week. Now I am conflicted because I I well, have seen.
0: Tell us about what you're. Watch. I have uh, seen
1: I've I, seen two dramas that are on this. Well, I all well, have a go. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna no I'm gonna go for a little, the little drama girl. I I wasn't the world's most enthusiastic Night Manager fan. In fact, I didn't rate it at all. This is the team behind it taking on another uh, John le Carré novel. Uh, this time it is starring Florence Pugh and uh, Alexander Skarsgård. I, I, don't, I don't know whether I'll like him as much if he's not beating up Nicole Kidman, but, you know, we'll try <laughs> it. Um, so that is um, their big Sunday night drama, Replacing the Cry, 9 o'clock on BBC One, which we will review for you as well on the podcast next week. What's yes. on the
2: site this week, Luke?
1: On the site this week, we have uh, reviews of the aforementioned Making a Murderer. You can win This Country, Series 1 and 2 on DVD if you still have a DVD player. Get one for Christmas and then win This Country but on DVD. You can't
2: get one from John Lewis anymore. Seriously? Yeah, they're discontinuing selling DVD players. Wow. Wow bit of news there for
1: you god that should have really been at the start of the podcast <laughs> if you know your format by now uh, also the TV week where we get all this stuff from and there will be uh, reviews every week of things like uh, Doctor Who yep. there's a great review about there on the um, Rosa Parks episode that just aired and uh, my did you thoughts watch it on... Gary
0: sorry what was that I wasn't listening
1: oh he's <laughs> he's already that's that. the most <laughs> honest you've ever been that <laughs>
0: The Doctor Who episode on Sunday. I haven't seen this weekend yet. I, I'm planning to catch up
2: after this very podcast. Okay, And also, um, Making the Murderer, um, a great review yeah. from Sarah. Yes,
1: yeah, very you good. You find it all on the website now, com. And we, sadly, are counting down to Gary's departure from the podcast. We got him for another eight weeks. Let's make the most of it. We'll be back next week with more Teddy Talk on this very podcast. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. You love my take care, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's my favourite thing.
2: Rate and review us wherever
0: you find us. Search The Custard TV on YouTube, iTunes and Facebook. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?